The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his apostles, Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake, will find it. Whoever receives you, receives me. And whoever receives me, receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever receives a righteous man because he is a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink, because the little one is a disciple, amen, I say to you, he will surely not lose his reward. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord, Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This Sunday is a glorious day in the Diocese of Sacramento. For 131 years ago, the cathedral in downtown Sacramento, the Cathedral of the Blessed Sacrament, was consecrated. And the cathedral, of course, for us Catholics means a big, it's a big deal for us, because it is the mother church of the diocese. And have you guys ever been to the cathedral yet? Many of you are nodding your heads. It is, and I dare say, one of the most beautiful buildings in the entire city. In fact, I am glad that I'm not the pastor of the cathedral, by the way. That place is a wedding factory. Every single Saturday, day in and day out, all you do, you just have a procession of couples getting in, getting married. So every Saturday, poor pastor there, Father Michael O'Reilly, all he does is just does wedding after wedding after wedding, and it gets tiring. If you know how big deal weddings are, imagine doing that a couple times every week. It's exhausting, huh? But it's one of the most beautiful buildings in the entire city. If, if you ever get a chance, if you're going to San Francisco or going to Sacramento, just, just uh, take a little detour and spend some time there. It's beautiful. But the story of our cathedral in Sacramento doesn't begin three hours away in Sacramento, the city itself. Rather, it begins a lot closer to home. How many of you have ever been to Virginia City? I mean, many of us have, right? And what do you see when you're driving into Virginia City? What is the first thing you see that just dominates the skyline of that city? It's a massive Catholic church, isn't it? Our Lady of the Mountains. And it's a beautiful church. Of course, it was built during the heyday when, when mining was, was just exploding there. In fact, at one point, Virginia City had, it was the largest city west of the Mississippi. Absolutely massive. And the pivotal figure who built that church 
was a man by the name of John Mackey. He was an Irish immigrant, part of that wave of the 19th century when the Irish just came over in waves by, by the boatload, just started infiltrating the United States. Uh, they settled in New York, and John Mackey was one of them, born on a tiny little dirt floor outside of Dublin, literally next to a pig. That's how he grew up. Family came to the States, settled in New York, and then all of a sudden the news started spreading everywhere of how people could become rich overnight here. And so he joined the tens of thousands that flocked. Amazingly, he would go on to become the owner of what would become, we all know this, being locals, huh? The Comstock Load. I did the calculations that I was reading, doing some of the research. In today's money, in 20 years that the Comstock Load was producing silver, guess how much money John Mackey made just from that? That one claim. Four, uh, $545 billion. That's Jeff Bezos' money, right? That's, that's Apple money. A mass $545 billion came out of that place. He became one of the richest men in the 19th century. But what happened? What else what he did next? In the middle of that heyday, as we know, 80% of the people that settled there were single men. And being a mining town, mining towns weren't known for the morality, was it? No. He had all of the ills that any mining town had at that time period. But John Mackey wanted to build this beautiful church in the middle of that town. Again, why? Because as we know, what happens? The lust for riches tends to eclipse our responsibility towards God, doesn't it? Money, not in and of itself, because money is a good thing, but the accumulation of wealth so sickens the human mind that we forget about God. I mean, our Lord himself said it in Matthew 19, verse 23. He says, truly I tell you how hard it is for the rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Because what happens when we, when we accumulate wealth, all of a sudden, we become very proud of ourselves. We have an inflated sense of our ego. John Mackey knew that. And so he wanted to remind all of those miners, everybody else, and even himself, God, don't forget about him. Now enter another famous Irishman, Father Patrick Minogue. I mean, us locals, we know him well because they have a huge Catholic high school there in Reno. Father Minogue, before he became the first bishop of Sacramento, worked in the mines in order to save enough money so that he can study to become a priest. And so when, when Father Minogue was named the first bishop of our diocese, he had the responsibility of building the cathedral. And so, who did he know? Who was the richest man practically in the world at that time? Another good Irishman. So we go to John Mackey. We need money to build our new cathedral there. Of course, John Mackey, being a devout Catholic, said, of course, have as much as you want. Now, if you've ever been to the cathedral, 
Notice where it's situated. It's smack right next door to the state capital. That, my friends, is by, by complete design. So when, when Father Minogue, Bishop Minogue, rather, wanted to build his, his, this beautiful edifice to, towards Christianity, he says, I want it smack right here. Why? So that every politician that's walking to work towards the capital will know who is more important. Because what is a second reason people forget God? Power. Power. The famous British historian Lord Acton famously said, and we know this, this phrase well, power tends to corrupt. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. And how true that is, not even in our, our own day and age, but you look all throughout human history, whether it's kings or emperors, how the pursuit of power and the accumulation thereof becomes so intoxicating that again, like wealth, our egos just puff up. Bishop Minogue understood this. So that's why he built this beautiful edifice right next to the capital. And if the politicians didn't quite get it, so if you go to the state capital, if you went on tours, you know, growing up in Sacramento, in elementary school, you go on a little tour of the capital. And one of the things they always point out is like, oh, look at this magnificent dome. You go in and say, look at this beautiful dome. Bishop Minogue knew that. So he wanted to also build a dome in our cathedral, but bigger than the capital. <laughs> what was he doing there? He was jabbing the politicians. Hey, you, you politicians, you think you're so important? Look higher. Look higher. When you see the beautiful cathedral, when you walk in, it looks radically different than anything else surrounding it. Because it is always trying to point that God exists. And that's precisely why St. Paul now, notice this, writing to the church in Rome in the first century. Now remember who he's writing to. Rome at this time period, it's in its heyday. Rome was one of the, probably the most magnificent, beautiful cities in the entire world. And that's where we get another famous phrase, that Rome wasn't built in a day. It had these massive temples. And in fact, when he's writing this, it's to the little persecuted church community there, surrounded by the most beautiful, spectacular buildings in the world. And the Roman emperor, literally, on a massive palace on Palatine Hill, that's where we get the word palace from. It's named after the Roman emperor, because he had on Palatine Hill, one of the seven hills of Rome, this massive, ornate, marble, glorious building to the Rome. And so literally, the, the, the Christians are reading this letter from St. Paul. The Roman emperor is just a couple blocks down from them, surrounded by all these spectacular buildings. And he's telling this tiny little community, listen, are you unaware that we who are baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? What is Paul doing? He is reminding the Christians of their true identity. Why? Because we always forget. We forget who we are. 
going back all the way, again, it's part of our human nature, going all the way back to the ancient Jews, why every devout Jew would have to utter that famous line from Deuteronomy. I preach on it constantly here, how every day when they wake up in the morning and in the middle of the day, they may, before going to bed, they would pray that beautiful prayer in Deuteronomy. Shema Israel Adonai, Eloheinu Adonai Chadad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is Lord alone. Why would they have to repeat that constantly? Because we always walk away from God. It's part of our human nature. And why is it that Sunday is an obligation for us to attend church? Or for the, for the Jews, the Sabbath. Every week, you have to be at Mass. And for us Christians, be at Mass. Why, why every week? Does God need our praise and worship? No. He doesn't need any of us. He's perfect in and of himself, but rather he knows that we need it. Because if we didn't have the obligation to attend every single week, what's going to happen? We're going to drift away and get distracted by all the many distractions that en encompasses our world. See, that's the beauty of our obligation to attend Mass. It wakes us up. The early Christians had that same problem. Notice Paul continues. If then we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. You see what Paul just did here for the Christians? Surrounded again by all the magnificence of ancient Rome. Literally the most powerful man a couple blocks from them in that magnificent palace they would have seen every single day. And Paul is telling them, you're meant to live with Jesus in heaven. Not here. As spectacular as this place is. Remember your higher dignity now. And that is why John Mackey, being one of the most powerful men in his day, when Bishop Minogue asked him for money to build our cathedral in downtown Sacramento, he gave lavishly. Why Bishop Minogue wanted to build that cathedral right next to those politicians. Why do we hate politicians, by the way? Whatever aisle we're on, why do we tend to despise them? Because they are absolutely infatuated with themselves. And what Bishop Minogue tried to do through the, through the cathedral was saying, Hey, you politicians, who so love yourself, there's someone higher. And here is the beauty now of why wherever you go in the world, whatever city you walk into, and a Catholic cathedral is there, you can tell immediately that it's a cathedral because it will look radically different than all the other buildings surrounding it. Why? Why will there always be towers Pointing what? Upwards. Why, when you walk in, the church will always be stunning? One of my favorite things to do when I go to the cathedral, I'll go to the very entrance of the doors, and I'll just people watch. I love people watching. It's, it's fun. And without fail, and I can always tell if it's a visitor's first time into the cathedral, because it's right downtown. And so you got tons of tourists that come and just stop in because the doors are always open. And I can always tell who the first one, who, if it's the first time there. 
without fail, what happens is they'll walk through the doors and they'll stop immediately. Their mouths will drop. And then, watch their eyes. Their eyes will naturally elevate higher. And they'll just marvel at this magnificent dome in front of them. And they'll just stand there looking for a moment, just trying to absorb the beauty of it. By its very stones, by our very architecture, what the cathedral for us and the beauty of our churches are designed to do is to wake up humanity who gets so distracted by the pursuit of riches, the pursuit of power, the pursuit of beauty, all good things in and of themselves. And it says, you are meant for more. John Mackey, Bishop Minogue, and the existence of our cathedral reminds us of our higher calling. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.